Test, test, test. Test, test, okay. test. Welcome back to another episode of Besties, Besties in, in the, the Break, break room. room. I'm one of your hosts, Christian. And I'm your other host, Nikki. And uh, this is... Like Minaj. No. Like, like Minaj. <laughs> <laughs> but... Yeah, yeah, they call me... What does she say? Yeah, they call me young Nikki. Something, something. Herod, uh, Nikki the Ninja, Nikki the Boss, Nikki the Harajuku Barbie. No, that's what she said. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just had to make sure. Had to make you never know with Onika. Um. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> so um, we're having this is our actually our second time doing this episode. It is. We're actually we're switching it up. We're we, switching up a format. We are because we want to do it in a way that it's more natural. So we're yeah. kind of just gonna go off the cuff and just yep. talk about stuff that we would normally talk about in our conversations because. The first episode, it was a little bit more structured, but I think it was good for that first episode to be structured just so like people could get to know us who don't really know us. Yeah. But this episode, we're going to be switching things up because we tried to record this episode and do the same structure basically that we did with the first one. And it was just a little awkward and we listened back to it. So we're re-recording it and we're feeling good about it. So not only that, but our second episode was supposed to be about work. And of course, like when we get into our week work does come up however there was a lot of things that we couldn't bring up not at all could not bring up and i thought and my thought process was like okay we can bring it up but then when i like we started talking about it there's like there's a clip uh the like the unedited version where i'm sitting there and i'm like we can't talk about this because we'll get fired (laughs) (laughs) we uh, definitely will get fired um but you know hey we're we're trying it again we're doing it take two episode two yep and uh i think it'll be fun we already kind of have like a hot topic we want to talk about demi lovato dropped her album yes none of us realized she dropped her album until today. i knew it was coming because yeah. she, had, she had been teasing out on like twitter and i'm your son and i'm your daughter girl <laughs> um <laughs> In the past, it's not like Demi doesn't have any good music. I'm really glad she's not doing pop anymore. Not that some of her pop songs aren't bops, because I still do bop to cool for the summer sometimes these days. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know. Like, for me, like, Demi, most of the time, her music, it's just like, to me, it's like a stunt. Because every time she releases, it always has to have, like, some sort of, like, message or it always has to be, like, there always has to be a purpose for, like, the music that she's releasing. Yeah. Some, like, social justice crap. And I'm just, like, most of the time to me, like, not all songs like that are bad. But if you do it repeatedly and you do it over and over again, like, to me, it's just a little corny. Like, can you just talk about, I don't know, like... (laughs) what normal artists talk about in music, you know <laughs> that is true i mean even with like one of our faves taylor um songs like you need to calm down in the man i mean but that's not she doesn't make like whole at, she does songs like that like every once in a while yeah but she doesn't make that like her brand or anything no um i feel like demi whenever she puts out music i feel like uh she also not to cut you off but she also did um she is using she pronouns again she is i just using... don't want anyone to be like demi goes by they um because she does she did just release a statement saying she goes by she pronouns again yeah demi for me whenever she releases stuff she she kind of just like she centers it around and i 
I mean, I guess I, well, no, I do. <laughs> I understand that, like, her drug addiction and her drug abuse is a very, like, big part of her life. But a lot of people, I feel like, who are just casual listeners will listen to, like, what she's talking about and think that she's just trying to get attention by constantly bringing up her drug addiction literally with... It seems like with every single album that she releases, she she talks about it all the time, and that's all that's in the news. Like, it's never anything about her music. It's always something like, oh, she she did this. Oh, she shaded another artist. Like, she does stuff like that, too, all the time. Like, she, she'll she randomly shade artists like Taylor Swift or, like, Halsey or... Yes, and that's what's so annoying. It's like, if you're gonna... She and does. Her manager's Scooter Braun, too, and she wants oh, to talk... Oh, I forgot about that. She wants that. to talk about feminism, girl. Exactly. She's Scooter Braun is literally disgusting. If you don't know who Scooter Braun is, I Google. I mean, I'm not. Yeah, I'm gonna be like Lady Gaga in that interview. I have nothing to say to him. Remember when they asked her about Trump? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's all I really got to say on Demi's album. Um, you got any more thoughts on that? Because no, and like I've heard, so that the one song that she did release, uh. The one that I was like, I'm your son. That one. Um, I was like, there's, I was like, okay, I hear a little something. And then like, we were just eating dinner at the counter in his house. And uh, we listened to 29 and I was like, I like this. So, I mean, like, obviously I'm not going to sit here and be like, I hate every single song she's ever made. No. Cause she does have good songs. Yeah. Um, and let's not act like we were all not stone. Cold. Honey, I was, that was my freshman year of high school absolutely i was i was blasting that in my absolutely in my uh my earbuds that connected to my little little background. ipod touch yeah. no i didn't have no ipod touch girl i had an iphone 7 freshman year don't play me oh i forgot <laughs> that's when that i got bougie over here that's when i got my my first iphone <laughs> <laughs> i had the iphone 3gs your freshman year no not my freshman year oh. <laughs> like whoa <laughs> no not my first year i got in like mm, sixth or seventh grade i had the iphone 4 in middle school and it cracked i had the iphone 4s too the back always cracked and then people would draw on it with like sharpie yeah do you remember that yeah that I was do. an era that was an era and those crunch <laughs> selfies that people used to take too and they used to have the peace sign and all their <laughs> photos and stuff i have thousands of photos like that from middle school I do too. They're like just way, way, way back in my camera roll. What I used to do in middle school. Oh God. Before I like, well, I did have the iPhone four, but whenever like I had it, but it also, I didn't have a cell phone plan. So like it wasn't really connected to the internet. So I would bring that to school and stuff when and connect to the internet there. But whenever I was at the house, I used to use my iPad and I used to set my iPad <laughs> up on the, <laughs> on the floor. And whenever I want to get fit pics, <laughs> Retrika timer and you're stunting. I would take them on my iPad. Yeah, put a white border on it, slap mm-hmm. it on Insta. And slap it on Insta and it the the girls back then would eat it up. They would. Yep. <laughs> what? Retrika. So anyways, um What else? What else? Super freaky girl, Nicki Minaj. Okay. I won't let you take the reins on this one. Okay. So when I first heard the clip of the song, I wasn't obsessed with it i was kind of like like i mean it kind of just sounded like a tiktok song to me which it it kind of is is. however after giving it a couple more listens this week i kind of do like it especially at the gym and stuff it just sounds like it's really catchy too like i mean i guess that's what the purpose of the song is for but it just was one of those songs that had to grow on me but i actually like it i don't i wouldn't say i love it like i'm not obsessed with it but i like it it's cute yeah um i 
I'm going to be completely honest. I do not like the song. Not because I'm a hater. Um, I have a very love-hate... What did you say? I was about to say you're a hater. No, I I have a love-hate relationship with Nicki Minaj. Very love-hate relationship with Nicki Minaj. I love her. I love her personality. I love everything about her. Except for the fact that her husband's... And? And what? Her brother. Well, she doesn't talk to her brother. She freed him from jail, right? No, she didn't. She did something. She paid something. Oh, well, when he first got arrested, she did post bail for him, but okay. he, he ended up going to jail anyway. So she is really surrounded by which is a big red flag. But Nikki, that's still my girl. I just think if it's not only just her, like, okay, I am a Barb. Not going to lie. Like, let's not act like. In seventh grade, Pink Print was my album. Let's not act like she didn't birth this whole new generation of rap either. Oh, yeah. I mean, she is. She definitely is a staple. She in, is like Pink Print. She, <laughs> she definitely is a staple for culture. Mm-hmm. And like she will be in our history books for sure. So, like she is literally like. Because it's just like me. I don't necessarily agree with every single personal decision that she makes. I yeah. don't agree that she's with that man or. No. Or just stuff like that. But if people can look past like Kanye West's like personal oh, decisions yeah. that he makes and they're like, oh, I just listen to him because I like his music. Well, I listen to Nicki Minaj because I like her music. I'm not going to stop listening to her because of decisions that she made in her personal life that I don't agree with. Her music's still good to me. Yeah. So like if we're not going to cancel these male celebrities for doing up in their personal lives. And I'm not going to cancel Nikki. Sorry. That's the exact same way I feel about Azalea Banks. Yeah, that too. I actually, Azalea Banks, she's very problematic, but her music fire fire. Like she, eats. she could have honestly, if she would have Lana was right. She could have been the best of all time. Yeah. She would have been up there with like Nikki right now. If, uh, if she could have just like in the beginning of her career, she could have kept her mouth shut a little bit more often. Yeah. And I remember on the Wendy show, whenever they talked about Lana's feud with Azalea Banks and what is his name? The guy. And she always turns to him and he's, he has glasses. Oh, Norman. Norman. She's always like Norman. And, um, he was like, he said something. He was like, she just gets in her own way. And I've never heard something more true about her. Like love Azalea. Her music is, I mean, she's talented and a lot of like the gp and locals and stuff are starting to catch on to her music because of tiktok now yeah and kylie jenner was listening to 212 i know i saw yeah that. and people were freaking out and like even people were like i this one girl's like um she was like a she goes to ut knox but anyways she was like what is this song and she was like was gasping and everyone in the comments was like 212 like where you been girl you know honestly i think a big reason why like house music and like house beats is making like such a big comeback in like hip-hop and r&b like with beyonce and drake with their recent albums is because a lot of that is i feel like not maybe not this is just a theory of mine but maybe with her music making such a big like resurgence on tiktok and people are like oh she's amazing and like a lot of like people who have never heard azealia banks before are like have here are hearing her music for the first time because of tiktok and i think people like music producers just people in the industry in general are seeing that and that's why we're seeing a resurgence of house music in the mainstream right now because she's always done house music she has she's always been for the (laughs) and i can say that because i'm gay so (laughs) and i can say that because my makeup stylist is gay exactly (laughs) but i'm friends with gay people (laughs) (laughs) 
And um, that's that reminded me of SNL skit. But anyways, remember from The View and that girl who looks like your mom played Megan McCain. Yeah. Yes. That <laughs> was funny. But anyways, yeah, I think Azalea Banks and I think as well as like what's crazy is like because Azalea Banks is so controversial, whenever people do like either take from her or are very inspired by her, they never say it. Very true. And I think a lot of these producers have their ear on Azalea and every time she drops, they're listening. And I feel like there are a lot of people who do want to work with her, but they're just so a lot of I feel like a lot of people are so scared to work with her just because of how she is. Like one minute she'll she'll be like loving that person, like she'll be obsessed with them, like they'll be besties, and then the next minute she just like turns on them and Yeah like writes really like horrible things about them on the internet. <laughs> I remember one of my other favorite artists, Slater they were like collabing and they like like she was posting videos with her and she's like miss slater in the house woo like they were like besties it was like so cool two days later 26 tweets later like azalea was dragging slater did you see that uh little nas and uh azalea banks are working on a song together allegedly um I'm I kind of want to hear what it sounds like because she said she was making a song and she told Lil Nas to hop on it and I think he did but I don't I, I don't know for sure if he did because I didn't see anything on his end but she was posting on her story how she had the perfect song for him to hop on so I, I mean, hope he does I mean uh, he's such a, a troll he's such a troll that like it, even if she dragged him in two days later I feel like he'd be like whatever he would make fun of it I feel like he would be like this is iconic if like Azealia yes. like called him a f- or something oh yeah <laughs> She'd say other things, but she would say, she would say <laughs> things other, we can't say, but things that we can't definitely can't say, but, but, uh, she definitely would say other things. I remember yeah. one time she said that Kim Petrus was built like a laundry basket. Oh my God. <laughs> you know what? I don't even want to like get into like people's bodies and stuff, but like, well, it's just like when you talk about other people's bodies though, and like people, I remember people were dragging her cause she was talking so much shit about i forget who it was i mean but body shaming for she was talking about lotta's body she 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 body shames a lot of people though but like a lot of people were dragging her because she went to a concert and they were talking about the way that she was built because she had like big old and like she's super skinny built kind of like wendy williams a little bit a little bit hey there but it's just like if you're gonna to me i can kind of understand though like if people are gonna drag her for that just because it's just like if you can if you think you can do it then i mean people are gonna be like well you're not off limits if you're gonna be doing this to other people oh yeah and especially stands when they yeah. drag azalea it's brutal but her reads are so intelligent though absolutely that, like whenever she does drag people it's pretty hard to clap back from that because <laughs> she is absolutely like she's brutal and what's crazy too is azalea will have like a 70 tweets where she's dragging people and then 10 of them i'm like you're making really good points no sometimes she does make really good points but it just gets clouded in a whole bunch of mess yeah but yeah i love azealia Banks. she's funny as to me like even though like i don't like i said i don't necessarily agree with everything she says i also think Nicki minaj is funny as i think Nicki minaj would be like if one day whenever she decides to retire she should like have a talk show like the wendy williams show or something oh yeah that would be oh yeah I would be tuning in every day. <laughs> I think, uh, yeah. I mean, honestly, pe- a lot of people already tune into Queen Radio. I mean, yeah. Queen Radio. Didn't it just come back? It did. Oh, I also need to talk about that, too, because they have a lot of, like, I understand that this new, like, app that she has Queen Radio, I'm sure she got, like, a big, like, 
a deal from it, which is why she switched to Amazon because she was texting with Jeff Bezos. But but that's why she she switched platforms to Queen Radio because I just think uh, Amazon was pro- she probably just wanted more money because a lot she was bringing a lot of like attention to like Apple Music and like their like radio thing that they had oh, that yeah. they had going on. I mean, other than her, like Zane Lowe was the only other person who's like really he still is though. But he was like the only person who was like popping on like Apple Music uh, on their little radio shows and stuff. Yeah. But it's just like when Queen Radio was on uh, was on Apple Music, it was like really, really high quality. Like it didn't. And whenever she, the DJ and stuff, I think her it's his name's DJ Booth. He would play the music and stuff and he would also do like the background noises and stuff. It just sounded like so much cleaner and like the mu- like like a, a lot of barbs were actually complaining about this. I saw it on Twitter um, when they were they're having a lot of issues first of all with it when she first tried to go on which is why like she was like an hour and a half late because they were working out all the issues you think they would fix this before she even you know i'm about to get into that but her team can be very very messy like absolutely (laughs) but can we talk about it now it's also if they knew that they were gonna have her like have her show on there i feel like if you're not gonna if you're gonna bring her show to amazon music it needs to be the same quality that it was when it was on Apple Music because when it was on Apple Music, like the music sounded super clear, like her audio, her mic sounded super clear. And I mean, her mic sounds okay, but like whenever they go to like play the music and stuff, it sounds like it's on like a like a, a radio station. And I, don't, I know it's called Queen Radio and stuff, but like when it was on Apple Music, it was like I went to play the song on my phone and it was super, super clear. Yeah. Like that's the kind of... I, I just don't like going from quality that's like that good to like that because it just it just seems cheap. Like I know that it, it does. I know it's a newer app and they probably are going to eventually fix those bugs. But it's just like I feel like before they even launched this, like they should have already had this fixed. And that's another thing, too. Like this is why I like as well, like trying to like I, I'll like Nikki and then she'll like something always happens. She'll either push push back an album three times or like she'll have some big concert that she's like barbs this is crazy and then it gets pushed back and then it gets pushed back or she shows up two hours late or she doesn't show up at all or and then she's like it's the management no it's not they it's not always man- exactly <laughs> it's not always management nikki come on now yeah. come on it, it definitely is partly to do with i think with who is around her too um but it's just like yeah i don't know i was kind of like when i was listening to this i was like oh my gosh why is the quality it's it was like so crunchy and uh the barbs and stuff on twitter you know those like you know those uh videos on twitter where it's like a row where the video is like very like blocky and like robotic they're like queen radio on, <laughs> on the amp app. <laughs> that's how it was and i was just like Ugh. and i mean I do the the rollout for her like lead because I guess Super Freaky Girl is the lead single to her next album because it's actually doing pretty good and she was talking about how her label called her and they were ecstatic because I said that this was like her her most successful song to like debut to come out since she put out Super Bass. Which that's shocking. That's, that's crazy. But I mean, it is going crazy viral on TikTok and TikTok basically rules the music industry right now. So. <sighs> Which, Which is, I think is a good and, and bad thing because it is helping a lot of like underground artists pop off. But also it's just like when you have that one song that you're obsessed with and then you're like, God, I hope this doesn't turn into a TikTok sound and then people ruin it and then it happens. <laughs> yeah. I mean, a lot of Taylor's music is turning into TikTok songs. It is. A lot of Lana's music is too. Yeah. And like people, like I hate to be like, I was there before it was a TikTok song. But like I we was. Were. Like <laughs> NFR, like Norman 
Rockwell is trending right now on TikTok, and everybody's like, no. To be fair, though, even before TikTok, a lot of people were like obsessed with that album, though. Oh, but yeah. it did. It has made that album blow up a little bit more, though. Yeah, I think it actually climbed into her like top played songs on Spotify. Oh yeah, because of TikTok. I I don't know. I just think it. Uh, I don't know. Sometimes Happiness I'm is like, a butterfly too. Yeah, that popped off on TikTok. That did. I wonder what's next. Oh, Dealer popped off on TikTok when it came out. Yeah, nothing from Chemtrails. Oh, but back to Nikki again. I know we keep flip flopping, but <laughs> different from top of the top. I stay in my pocket. Got your rent in my pocket. So I'm gonna need you to pay a deposit. I'm I got really excited uh, for her album. I just hope that it doesn't. Whenever she picks a release date, it doesn't get pushed back because she almost pushed back Super Freaky Girl. Thank God. And also one thing that like Barb's because I got she dropped the trailer to super freaky girl like the music video and it actually is like a concept music video and they're like finally she's not rolling around on the floor in a, or in a <laughs> kiddie pool so, <laughs> someone was like she's in a she's in the suburbs at a house there's gonna be a kiddie pool in that backyard oh absolutely <laughs> if she's not in a pool it's not a nikki video <laughs> <laughs> if she's not in if she's not in a kiddie pool or she's not rolling around on the floor i love how she dropped the trailer for her documentary and then it's been crickets ever since She's just, I hate when she does that and she says, oh, it's coming very soon. But I guess like eventually when it does come out, because I think since it has been delayed so much, I think she is continuing to like film more for it because apparently it's going to be like, this is going to be like the last one that she's put because it's supposed to be like six parts. So like, I think it's going to be. Holy sh. Yeah, it's going to be like a six part series. She just has. And we're going to be watching. Uh, it was supposed to be on HBO, but I think that deal fell out because she's trying to get, she's. She's trying to basically get a deal that she thinks is worthwhile. Because, like, this documentary is going to be literally about her whole life. And she says that she uh, talks about things on there that she's never talked about before. And she gets more personal than she ever has in the documentary. So I think that's fair if this is going to be, like, her, you know, this is going to be about her, like, whole life, basically. Like, very detailed. So I think that's fair. But at the same time, it's just, like... How many times we're we gonna push this back before we actually get it? Yeah, that footage <laughs> from, was from 2018. Some of it, yeah. I was like, "What is going on?" I was like, "Nikki, come on!" And I remember when she was like, "The Queen documentary is coming, Barb, soon after the album drop." And then when she kept teasing Queen Radio to come back, and she's talking about Queen Radio, and then it finally came back, and look on, at where it's at. It's on this AMP app, and people are complaining about it because it's not as good as it was when it was on Apple Music. Or what really pisses me off is her vinyls. I don't I don't know why she couldn't get because like she's like just such an entertaining person and she obviously did bring in a lot of like viewers to her show to Apple Music because it was really I remember back in 2018 when she was doing Queen Radio like every week people were tuned in and like the internet the whole internet was talking about what she was talking about every time she was on Queen Radio. Yeah. So I don't understand like why like maybe why she all right maybe she did maybe Amazon just offered her a better deal but I would have. I would have much rather preferred like her renegotiating like a better deal with Apple Music or even Spotify just so it could be like that same quality because what this this Amazon like it's either got to get better or she's going to switch platforms again because but if she switches platforms it's going to be even more messy it is it's gonna I be mean the, so messy. the barbs are complaining about it though so she, eventually she's going to have to acknowledge it I don't know Anyways, Madison right. Beer is released. <laughs> Megan The Stallion dropped her album. Let's talk about that. Yeah. What were your faves? Oh, I like, I really do like the whole album. I think this is her best work. I like, 
Like every song of, is good to me. I like a lot of the me. songs. I don't like all of them. I think, and like the ones that I don't like, What's I that replay. Song with Key Glock? I like that one. Ungrateful. I like that one a lot. I like Humi. I like that with one a lot too. Rico's on the album. I really like that one. Um, I like NDA a lot. NDA is really good. I, I like, never knew the T on NDA because I'm not like I'm not a hottie. Um, it's like that's a good way to start off an album though. Yeah, she came in guns a blazing. But Megan, I think she uh, she made that song because when Megan really started to pop off, that's when a lot of the people in her circle got exposed for being like really fake. Like she fell out with a lot of people. Like, yeah. After 2020, because 2020 is like when she really. I mean, 2019 was the first time she really saw mainstream success because she released Hot Girl Summer with Nicki. But then the year after, I think, is when she really, really blew up because she had the Savage remix. And then she put out her first album, which was a lot of those songs went viral and stuff on TikTok, which were pretty big. And then she put out WAP, too, with Cardi. And that was like the song of the summer in 2020. Yeah. I mean, she was popping off Fever. Fever is a really good body of work. Yeah, that out that I know what she doesn't consider it an album, but I feel like she should. Like Fever, Tina Snow, like those are oh my god, no, those, those are, are so good. Those are really good, but she didn't like she she didn't pop off into like mainstream like global success until twenty twenty. Oh yeah, but I mean. It's great. I'm I'm glad for her. I'm happy for I'm her. I'm glad. I like this album a lot more than her last one. So. Oh, yeah. And I think that's the, like, general consensus, like, from everybody. But, I mean, she's out of her deal with, I think... Allegedly. Allegedly. Because the guy who owns her... her re- I forget what her record label is, but apparently she... The reason why she did, like, a surprise release of this album was because she just really wanted to get out of this contract. I forget what his name is. The guy who owns the record label she's currently at. But apparently um, she's not out of the contract because he said that fans and Megan are going to be disappointed when they find out that she still has some contractual obligations to complete. So we don't know yet for sure. Maybe he's just saying that. But at the same time, I'm like, ooh, that that's not good. Like, I really do. I really do hate to see like artists, especially like younger artists who are like Megan right now. She's in her prime. And it's just like I hate to see artists like that really like struggling with their labels because they were too when they did sign to that label they were t- they were just seeing like oh my god i'm getting signed they don't they don't read into the, like that deeper shit. like there's a lot of shit that they like sneak into contracts and it's just like when you're that young and you don't have a whole lot of money and you don't you can't afford lawyers to like actually go through the contract with you you just sign it because you're like oh shit, this is my only chance and for a lot of artists, it is their only chance, which is why they do end up signing with those labels. But when they pop off, they end up getting, they find out that they're getting screwed over and there's nothing that they can do. It's the same thing with Kim Petras right now. Her, she has made an album. It's been like completed for like, what, six, seven months. And the whole album got scrapped and Republic Records decided not to release it. And she's still under contractual obligations with Dr. Luke, um, which... Uh, so is like Doja Cat though and a whole yep. bunch of other producers that work under Dr. Luke because they signed with him. Which is like these people like it's so disgusting how people like Dr. Luke and like these big labels like Sony Republic like ugh, these like it's like they like go out on the prowl they see talent that and instead of making this artist like achieve their dreams and helping them they just want to take like they just want to milk them for all that they are and take all their money. But at the same time, though, it's all about it really in the industry. It really is all about money. And the reason why these labels aren't breaking their contracts with Dr. Luke is because if they did, he would sue the shit out of them. Yeah. 
So it's just really about completing contractual obligations. It's so gross. Which is gross. Like you shouldn't have to be forced to work with a but yeah, some artists are. And then like canceling artists for like working with Dr. Luke. I'm like, please read into it and please like do research because there's definitely a difference between you're not signed to him at all or any obligations to him and then willingly going and being like, hop on this song with me and let's see what we can make versus you are like you can only go to me or these producers that are signed to me and when they work on this song they're gonna i'm gonna be under that labeling i'm gonna be under there when he wasn't even in the studio doja cat like had a whole uh, i think it was an instagram live about it where she was like he hasn't worked like personally worked on a single song of mine but since i'm under this contract with him he has to get credits which is why he's fe- like his credits are on her both her last two albums hot pink and planet her yeah and i mean he's just getting richer and richer which yeah. is so gross it is gross i mean think about how successful hot pink and planet her were yeah and, and still then he, are like holy because doja cat ooh, that's the princess of rap absolutely and if you want to discredit doja pick a different podcast for real because that woman is so versatile like she could do whatever she's i mean she's so she's so talented i mean i do think her personality is a little bit weird like she has that kind of (laughs) like she has that that like um that comedy where she thinks meep like that that kind of like she's one of those girls (laughs) but i love her i love her it's so funny sometimes uh, did you see on instagram she's posted a photo of her cat like her cat took it like took a in the middle of like her yeah. walkway and she was like my cat's so funny and then when people were dragging her because she shaved off her head and her eyebrows like that she's was not... so stupid and people were like oh she's clearly gone through a breakdown y'all cl- y'all haven't been with doja since the beginning the literally went viral because of that moo song like she's always been weird like that's just who she is she's a libra that too and i'm so excited when she said that she's gonna dive into rock into her next album it's supposed to she wants to do rock but she also said that she's gonna be working with like producers like jay Versace and stuff because she wants to do like more rap like hip-hop songs which i'm excited for because she can do rap and hip-hop i mean she has already on she has rapped on songs but she hasn't done like a hip-hop song but once she finally does like a hip hop song, that's finally gonna prove like all these like haters wrong and stuff. Like she can't. I mean, even though she doesn't, she doesn't have anything to prove because it's just like you're still a rapper. Even if you're rap, it doesn't matter if you're rapping over a hip hop beat. You can rap over a pop beat or like any kind of beat really. And if you're rapping over it, you're you're rapping. Yeah, <laughs> you can rap over rock. There's a song by Flyleaf, this random Christian band, but they have this one song that went popping on TikTok and it's called All Around Me. And towards the end, like this lead singer, she raps on a like on over a guitar. Like and it sounds good as f- like honestly, I would consider her song Vegas just like a straight up rap song because she mostly just raps on that song anyways. Yeah, I mean it's not a hip hop beat, but she's still rapping so yeah that's one thing i hate like i hate when people discredit doja like she's not a rapper like anyways goodbye she's literally so she's so versatile and talented she is she can do f- anything i would love to see i i thought one of the surprises nikki was going to drop on us which i still think she should do to like help with like the songs stability and stuff on the charts if she released a doja cat remix of super freaky girl the stands would eat that up because i should i think she deserves her own song I'm sick of the remixes. I do, I do too. But if she asked her, to, I think that Barb's would freak because uh, there's a lot of like hybrid like Doja Cat like Nicki Minaj stands and stuff, and they oh, yeah. they they're constantly like begging Nicki to like do another song with Doja. 
Yeah. I'm excited. I am too. I'm, I'm excited. I hope she's for, on her new album. I hope so too. I'm not going to get my hopes up though. Me either. Um, or, if, or if she's not on this, on Nikki's album, hopefully Nikki will be on Doja's next album. Hopefully. Either or. I mean, it'll get them both a hit, so. I hope it goes. Is Super Freak her? It's but it's the lead single to her album. Is, she did it go it, number one, though? Yeah, It's supposed to go number one. on The chart hasn't come out yet, but it's predicted to go number one. Will this be her first number one? It'll be her first solo number one. She's had a... Wow. Her, like, uh, Say So remix went number one. See. And so did the Trolls. So did, so did that Troll song that she did with 6 9 That went number one, too. Another all right <laughs> well uh <laughs> anyways how was and your he's week a snitch too her husband like they had like <laughs> they had be- like he she was like she she doesn't with six nine heavy like that anymore but she even said like she got like a lot of from her husband because her husband was like why the f- are you collaborating with a snitch because you know he's gang affiliated so <laughs> i'm so done with you but anyways how was your week it was good uh no it wasn't um work was horrible awful i mean short staffed as usual yeah uh doing a million things at once per usual looking for a new job (laughs) um Uh, i already told the hr lady i'm looking for a new job or i was going to did you really yeah it was i was just like i just told her i'm at the point where i'm about to start looking for new jobs what'd she say she was just like i understand and I'm like, okay. okay. But basically, she just was like, I can't get you another position till fourth quarter. So, yeah, I'm probably just going to keep looking. But I'm not going to put in my two weeks so I for sure got another job. But Smart. Yeah, my week was okay. I had a couple boys try to come see me, but I had to turn them down because... <laughs> <laughs> because they're old hoes like i need something new like someone that's gonna excite me and i don't know like i don't i mean i want something that will become consistent but like none of the people that like i feel like that are into me right now like i'm not like really that into them i'm a very picky person absolutely so i mean you have every right to be i feel like it'll be a while before i'm in another relationship just because my last one was so rocky and like I just have like way like higher expectations now of like what I expect like what should be a normal relationship I don't even I would not say they're high expectations I'd say they're basic expectations basic yeah I just think it's harder too because we are gay yeah it's just like our dating pool is already so limited and like men are just trash in general for the most part so it's really hard to like find that right one yeah Especially living in Clark, a town like Clarksville, too, where most of it's just like either like the 10 gays that everybody knows in town or like and that everyone's or, seen their or it's just a bunch of down low military guys. That's so true. Way to sum up the Clarksville gay scene. What? I said way to sum up the Clarksville gay scene. Girl, what? <laughs> way to sum up the Clarksville gay scene. Oh. <laughs> it's like, well, yeah, I mean. That basically is it. It's basically just a bunch of DL military men and like 10 gays that everyone knew in high school that went to different schools around town. And those are the people that are out still. But, you know, I mean, there's a little bit more on like Tinder and stuff. But like a lot of times, like the guys that I match with on Tinder live at least like 40 miles away because they live in Nashville. Ugh, either Nashville or like Murfreesboro. Woodlawn. Woodlawn. Who the f*** lives in Woodlawn? I've met some people from Woodlawn. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) 
and Woodlawn's just like very that's like very rural. Yeah. They were DL though. Oh, okay, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Like little redneck country boy DLs. Oh yeah. Now, I ain't gonna lie, like sometimes the DL boys, they be bringing it. I know. I've been on the wave of DL men. I know. <laughs> I'm <a> telling while. <laughs> you. <laughs> Did your ass just say for a while? Yep. I hate you. Um, Cause you know me, I'm not gonna get no. I I'll do stuff with a DL guy every now and then, but I'm not gonna get in no relationship with a DL man. Nope. Me neither. Right. <laughs> that is a complete lie. I definitely. Um, He's had his experiences with DL men. Yes, multiple. I sure have. All right. All Two, right. But... You want to shout him out? You know, I'm not going out anyone. But. <laughs> no. Um, but yeah, that's crazy. So week was good. Did you do anything interesting or fun? No, not really. I just went to the gym and I went to work. Same. Well, actually, no. I hung out. Um, well, my week was good. <laughs> well, we watched Ad- Age of Adeline together. That was we a good We watched movie. Age of Adeline together. That was really good. The aesthetic, everything about it, the story, amazing. Watch it. It's on Netflix. Um, it is. Lana also has a song in the trailer. It's only in the trailer, though, but you can find it on SoundCloud. It's a really beautiful song. Um, it's called Life is Beautiful. Please listen to it. And it also has Blake Lively in it. If you don't know who she is, Google, because she's amazing, beautiful, talented. Oh, yeah. And I, I One love... One of my favorite actresses. Love Blake, Blake Lively. She's amazing. And we also watched... What's that? What was that movie? Zoolander, the zookeeper. Zoolander! <laughs> Zoolander, it's the zookeeper's wife. Oh. Zoolander is the one about the animals, the bunny rabbit cop. <laughs> you know, Zoolander? I'm, not, I'm not good at remembering names and stuff. Zoolander, something with a zoo. Zoolander, but it was the zookeeper's wife, and it was it's based off a true story from World War II, where these zookeepers in Poland. They basically uh, hid Jews in their house uh, so they wouldn't be killed by the Nazis. It was really good. Well, they hid them in their zoo. Yeah. And like their basement under the yeah, under was, their house. It was really good. It was actually yeah. really good. It's based off a book. I kind of want to read the book, but I'm kind of like, I don't know if like, you'll get is any there new, a point? Like new information. Yeah. yeah. I think maybe there'll be like a couple stories. I think I might, might read it. If I find it like discounted somewhere, I'll definitely pick it up. But uh that was really good jessica chastain is in that one and she's gorgeous as well and she's really good in that. i mean yeah and the movie was amazing just for me though i really got to be I, I was surprised i was in the mood for that kind of movie that night just because like those kind of movies like some of the scenes i'm like ooh, this is like too graphic because whenever there's a movie about some nazis they're not gonna hold back on on what the f- no they won't and it, it is graphic and it, it's actually like really sad it like, is really sad just like random stuff like even i mean i'm not going to spoil anything but trigger warning trigger sexual warning, assault trigger warning sexual assault trigger warning murder death murder <laughs> genocide yeah um it's uh it is pretty sad but i think those movies are really important to be made yeah i do think they're really important. there are tons of you know i've never seen that everyone tells me um like world war ii movies especially that focus on the holocaust or like 
just like Hitler's reign in general, there's like my favorite movies to watch because it's it's just so interesting. I do think that time is very interesting as well. But everyone tells me I need to watch Schindler's List. Yeah, we I've should s- watch one day. You know the whole movie's in black and white, though. I know I've seen clips of it on YouTube because I I was watching. Uh, I remember one time when I was working at Walmart, I was watching the the Frenemies podcast, and they, and her or Trisha and Ethan were talking about her and Ethan were talking about uh, Schindler's List, the movie, and Trisha tried to say it was like boring or something, and Ethan was like, he was like, you didn't even watch like fifteen minutes through it because like she was just like it was in black and white, but like I watch after that like it it. I didn't even know what it was before, but I did go back and like, and people were like, this movie's like so important. Like she's so ignorant, yada, yada, yada. But then I went back and I, I went on YouTube to see if it, if it was on YouTube because the movie's really old. So I was like, maybe it's on YouTube, but no, it's not anywhere you like, you actually have to rent it. But I did watch some clips of it and I was just like, it's really graphic. That's how you know yeah. a movie's good though. If a movie's from that long ago was not on YouTube for free. Um, it's really f***ing That's how you know it's though. good. Like, Is it? A lot of people who who were around that that got that guy i don't know what his first name was uh shin i know schindler's list that's it's based off the nazi the i don't know i think thing i think so Uh, this is but this is just knowledge that i know from that podcast and that i watched it over a year ago so i don't even know if everything that i'm saying is accurate but a lot of the they did say a lot of the people who like who lived to like tell their story that survived the camp that they were in they a lot of the people were like they couldn't make it through the movie because it was it's so accurate to how it really? how it was. We in should real watch life. one day. I know it's long, but like I would love to just like yeah. One day when we're off, we should do that. Oh, you work. What <sighs> I was gonna say, let's do it tomorrow. But you work. We could do it Wednesday or Tuesday. Let's night. do it Wednesday or Tuesday night. Let's do it. Yeah, because I definitely I do want to watch it. Yeah, I don't know. I uh, I definitely I definitely want to see that. I've been on a movie kick recently, and it's because I have two. We're on our quarantine sh- where we pick it, where we where we would pick a a new movie every a new movie or show every night, and we would just watch oh, yeah. it and we would binge it. That's what we did during quarantine. We watched Heartstopper <laughs> in one night. We did that because that show was so it's good. Really good show. But I'm um, really excited for the next season. Me too. Oh, did uh season four of uh, Sex Education start a production today? Oh, that's exciting. I heard there was going to be time jump in this season, though, which is good because they're getting a little bit too old to be in high school. Yes. <laughs> but um, someone joined the cast. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, I've been on my movie uh, my movie kick recently. There's going to be another time jump in the next season of Euphoria, too. Yeah. And Stranger Things. Yep. Because of their age. They're like all too old to be in school now. All these high school shows. Which is so crazy because like we're all around like that age, too. And it's just like. Like, I remember when these shows first came out when we were still in high school. Makes me feel old. But it's mainly because, like, the pandemic and stuff, it delayed the production of a lot of these shows. So that's why they're having to do time jumps and stuff because, I mean, they couldn't film for so long and, you know, people don't stop aging. So that's true. So a lot of it just sitting at home. A lot of it just has to do with COVID, which is why a lot of these shows that started with these kids in high school are now they're having to do like time jumps to them being like young adults now because of covid because they couldn't film for like a year but yeah i've been on my movie kick recently for the third time i've been on my movie kick um because he said that 30 times i know we, <laughs> i kept getting interrupted um but i would wa- <laughs> what other movies have you watched uh, without me i know you go to your friend's house and watch yeah. movies with them sometimes well it started because there were my friends michaela sierra and ashley and michaela and ashley are roommates and ashley had never seen harry potter like never uh and i was like what the hell that's and i was like me. 
that's oh, what yeah. i remember i did that early because i told you i was like i've never seen harry potter and you're like we're gonna watch it and i think we watched the first movie together but then like i was like oh i really like this so i just uh whenever it was like snowy and stuff and we didn't have work oh and we my were snowed, god that's, that's all I, that's all i did was watch those movies that's the best time if it's snowing especially the third one that's the best the time christmas to watch that one movie. yeah is I, that the christmas one christmas one's the first one because that's when <laughs> i need to rewatch it again <laughs> no but my favorites were definitely the last two though part one and part two or yeah. like half blood prince and then i like Deathly both Hollows. of them a lot they're really good. i also like what's the one right before the like the finale half blood prince that one's really good the one with dumbledore and then they go to yes yeah. and dumbledore yeah. okay thought... spoilers girl the movies have been out for how long now anyways <laughs> no i'm kidding bleep that out just in case anyone hasn't for real seen harry potter but most people i feel like who are gonna listen to this have seen harry potter have to but um, I will bleep that out though because that's too good of like a that's yes, a huge plot and twist. that plot twist and, it, and that plot was built for six movies. Because I remember when I texted, so. I remember when I texted you and I was like, I don't f- with him. Like why the f- and yada yada yada. And then when I got to the season finale or not the season finale, the like <laughs> the finale, like the the movie, the book finale, and I found out what really happened and really what was T. I was like. <gasps> I was gagged. Because I remember I told you he's my favorite character. I was like, that that was a good... I was like, that's a good... Plot twist. F*** J.K. Rowling, but that writing Oh, eight. absolutely f*** J.K. Rowling. That writing eight, though. I mean, you... She's kind of getting karma, though, because Fantastic Beasts is... It's not doing It's not well. very good. It's not very it's good. Not. The first two were pretty the good. The first one is the best one. Yeah. Yeah, the first one is the... The second one was okay... And then this last one was boring as f- It was. We saw it in theaters, too. We did. Because we were excited. Because I was on my Harry Potter kick back then. Because I had just finished, like, watching the first, uh, like, I had just finished watching all the Harry Potter movies. And, like, I was kind of obsessed. I was like, ooh, I can't wait to go watch this. And then I watched it. And then, uh, like, halfway through the movie, we looked at each other. And we were like, oh, my God, when is this going to end? I remember I looked <laughs> at you and I was like, all right. And you were like, I know. I was like, oh, what the f- and i'm like uh when is this gonna i was like Phew. and like, then it just felt like a big like the story filler. the story just really the story for fantastic beasts really isn't giving what i think it's supposed to give like that's why i'm just like i wish he would just sell it off to some production company because sometimes like if you do bring in people who really really care about like the story or just about like the harry potter universe like for example there's i forget what his name is but I'm not a huge Star Wars fan, like, anymore, but I was obsessed with Star Wars The Clone Wars. I forget the guy who is responsible for Star Wars The Clone Wars. George Lucas? Not George. Nope, it's not George Lucas. Uh, it's another It's another guy. Uh, I don't know. I forget his name, but he's also responsible for a couple other Star Wars projects. Like, I think he's involved with The Mandalorian as well and the new Ahsoka show, which are, like, a lot of people. It's been getting really positive reviews. He has always been like a huge Star Wars fan and he like understands like what the fans want to see and all this and like he's like made like amazing TV shows and like spin-offs for Star Wars. I feel like JK Rowling just needs to cut her losses and f- out to somebody because at this point like you're not even a, you're not even good at coming up with uh ideas for the Harry Potter world cuz Fantastic Beasts what is that? Yeah. What is that? It can get. It's just super like I'm like what the And then also like they're going to have to change their actors yet again. Well, I think they're in the next movie. They're just going to... Uh, who... who? What was the character's name that played? They're just going to... They're going to... 
between the two movie, this movie and the next one. You think? I think so. Even if they, I even if they even get approved for another movie because they've already been approved for two more, babe. Really? Mm-hmm. Because I heard they might not do the next two. There's no way they're gonna do that. There's absolutely no way. Because they they've been underperforming at the box office. Because they're not that good. But anyways, 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 anyways. Yeah. We could talk about those movies forever. But that's how it started. My movie kick was because Ashley had never seen it. So we were like, let's watch them. So it was uh, me, my friend Michaela, my friend Sierra, uh, and Ashley. And we all sat down in uh, Michaela and Ashley's apartment and we watched them. And then like we would we would watch one and then we would like leave and it'd be like two weeks and we go back and watch another one. And then it came where we were like we just I we just kept hanging out more and more and then we kept watching like we finished Harry Potter and we were like, What next? So then we just like would watch other stuff or just like talk. And then like I one day like months go by we watched we watched other movies i literally don't remember they're gonna kill me because they're gonna be like how do you not remember we watched this but then one day i had never seen any of the conjurings and i didn't know that there was like a universe but there is and so we googled it found out the timeline and we watched all of those and so now we have like a whole list that we watched and um i added red sparrow which is like yeah i that's love a good that movie. movie so much red sparrow jennifer lawrence is in it it's about her being a russian spy but it's so it's good. good if you ever want to watch like a it's not like a oh my god action-packed yada yada because i know some people don't really like action it's not action whatsoever it's definitely psychological and it's a very slow yeah. burn but it is so worth it like please watch it it's so good but yeah we've just been watching movies and it's been fun it's been really fun oh we watched a movie by an, an a24 movie there, which A24 is like there's a whole universe because they've made Hereditary, Midsommar, bunch of bunch of crazy like more indie kind of movies but high budget and uh, we watched a movie called Waves and Alexa Demi from Euphoria is in it and my friend Sierra loves Alexa Demi and we'll watch she's anything so she's in she's gorgeous and um, we watched it and it's kind of set it's kind of like two movies in one because halfway through the movie like we were watching it and then halfway through the movie we were like oh it's about to end but then it just kept going and then we paused it because sierra had to use the bathroom and we were like what is happening and we were like we have an hour left and we we're like what is going on so it's kind of like two movies in one but it is really good and the more i think about that movie the more i'm like i really liked that movie that was really good i'm trying to think of other things we watched we actually have a list well there's a couple movies that from like I'm, I always tell you about this because I literally I'm I literally didn't have anything else to do but back in 2019 before like my senior year of high school and back then I also wasn't I didn't have my license yet I know right but I didn't have my license yet so like I was just in the house all summer for the most part so I just like watched a bunch of movies on Netflix but then you would like go through my watch list again and there's a couple movies on there that you haven't seen and you were like are these good and then we watched those. That was one of them. Was like a really like, what was that movie called? Where what the, happened to Monday the, or something? Is that where the kids get shot and stuff? And it's very graphic. I don't know. I've never seen it. Yes, you did. <laughs> we watched it together. Which one? It it was in like Sweden or like Norway or something. Oh my god! I know Remember? exactly what you're talking about. That was, that was a good. So movie. good. That's a really good one. Who's the director? That you said that director. He's, like, known for, like, movies like that, though. I have to look it up now. It's about... What's the country? Uh, it's some, Nor- it's some like, Norwegian country, I'm pretty sure. Is it Sweden? 
I don't remember. I found it. It's twenty uh, second of July. It's just called twenty two July, but it's twenty second of July. Um, but Paul Greengrass is the guy who directed it. Um, Jaden Smith is in this movie. No, he's not. That's what it says. What the? F- Anyways, mm-hmm. he's not in that movie. But I don't know why Google says that. But uh, Paul Greengrass is the guy who directed it, and he's responsible for Captain Phillips, which Captain Phillips is a really good movie. It's got Tom Hanks in it. Remember, yeah, everyone? I am the captain, I'm the captain now. now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I honestly watched that and I was like, uh, this is some man movie. But some men movies are actually really good. It is a good movie. Have you ever did seen Saving Private did, Ryan? Did he also direct that movie um, about the guy who lands the, the plane on the water? And Tom Hanks is in that one too? Or is that a different director? I think it's a different director. That's a good movie too that's a man movie as well but it's a good movie i've never seen that we should watch we should have a man movie marathon we should watch i think you would like that movie because that's well i watched it because my parent my dad and my mom really wanted to go watch it and that was when i was still a kid when it came out um so i went to we went to go see that movie and it's actually really really good definitely you know what movie i know you would eat up Hmm. it's called saving private ryan my dad i grew up with my dad watching that movie once a week like my that's like one of my dad's favorite movies what's it about because i think i might have seen it it's basically it's about tom hanks is in it as well he's always in those man movies okay but they're good they are because <laughs> i remember really when good. i was i remember when i was a kid i was obsessed with castaway that was my i've never seen it and i've always wanted to really i've always wanted to see it i've never castaway seen it. is such a good there's movie. so many pop culture references with castaway but i've never seen castaway yeah, it's uh, I, I was obsessed with that movie when i was a kid we should watch it again we our should. man movie marathon but you would love saving private ryan um i don't remember the full plot but i remember really liking it but basically like the opening scene is um the beach of normandy and they basically like they're on the boat and then it opens up the boat it's really really graphic it's like really it's extremely graphic um and then they storm the beach and then basically i don't really i, don't I think, think it's I've like it. one of their privates in their platoon or in like the army in general do literally if you're saving private ryan stan i'm sorry but basically they storm the beach whatever someone's captured and it's their job like their platoon job to go find them and he has to go find him. But it's really good. They actually, and one of my favorite scenes is, that's actually not in that movie. And I figured that out the other day. That's in another movie. But I remember one time, this is actually what started my... You haven't seen Titanic either. I've never seen Titanic, no. We have never to sit through thing. and watch that movie. It's like three hours though, so buckle up. Hey, if we can sit through Schindler's List, we can sit through <laughs> Titanic. Titanic is one of my favorite movies of all time. It was also, that's also another movie when I was a kid. I was obsessed with Castaway and Titanic. I always watch those movies. One of my really good friends, Scott, he is a, he's a as well. You would, y'all two would get along. Y'all would kiki. He was obsessed with Titanic. And I remember I went in his room and he had a diorama, like a, what do you call that? Like a, it's like a big, a big Titanic ship and it like hung above his bed. I just think everything about it. it. I I think I remember when I was a kid, I was just upset. I've always been like, obsessed with like stuff like historical things but i always loved movies like based off historical events even if it wasn't like completely true like i know like the whole like jack and rose story isn't true or anything but like growing up as like a kid and stuff i just loved every like i love the aesthetic i loved everything about it i loved uh leonardo dicaprio in that movie i loved uh who the f- is that what's the actress's name that plays rose but i was obsessed with her too i have no idea she's been in a couple other projects but i know she's not as big as leo but um, you know what i heard about leonardo dicaprio he's a womanizer yes but i was he- watching a podcast and uh 
they basically it was like some celebrity was on there and they were like yeah do you know who is really weird in hollywood who when he has sex with girls he gets butt naked lays on his bed and puts headphones on and closes his eyes and that's how he has sex with women oh my god and it's leonardo dicaprio he's so ugly now he is so ugly and i was like what the f- in the day though <laughs> he was fine back in the titanic days. what other leonardo dicaprio movies are there he's had a couple oh the great gatsby he's oh that's a good one but he's also been in like a lot of other really iconic movies and like i remember a lot of people used to talk about like how is how is leonardo dicaprio not won a an oscar yet because he's been in like so many like big projects and i forget which one i think in 2015 or 2016 i've never seen that movie but i i remember he finally won an oscar for it and the internet was freaking out because it was always a joke like why hasn't he won an oscar yet but the, I don't know why I can't think of the actress's name, but even the actress who plays Rose in Titanic, she went on to win an Oscar, too. So <laughs> she won an Oscar before he did. You know everyone in The Help? They've all won Oscars? They've all won Oscars except for one person, and it's that racist lady. The okay. actress, she never she won She ate one. that role, though. Oh, she did. She, like, <laughs> she did. It's Oh, God, I wish I could remember her name. It's been so long since I've seen that movie. but Like, uh, she really made me think, like, oh, this must be racist in real life, too. Yeah. Like, she ate that roll up <laughs> that one's really good that whole movie is really good but it is a really good movie it's honestly also it's really well directed it is really good and i love there's like an extended scene online which is kind of like a bleak ending but it is really good um and it's mini and it's after spoilers but it's after she and she's sitting at a telephone pole and i think it's really bleak oh. but octavia spencer acted her off in that she movie did. same with viola davis she did they acted the, everyone in that movie is so good jessica one, chastain who's also in uh one thing about viola davis uh if there's a scene where she has to do a breakdown she's gonna deliver. <laughs> she, me and nikki she's, she's gonna deliver because her f- breakdowns when she's crying on tv like she is <laughs> whenever like me <laughs> whenever me and christian have like like if we're like going through something or one of us has like a breakdown where I was just like, I remember I told, I think I said this to you. I was just like, I'm having a Viola Davis moment. And at first it didn't click with you, but then you like, <laughs> I got it. And it took me out. I think I fell out. Yeah. It was so f- funny. She's just so like, she, it seems like in every like movie or TV show that she's in, she eventually has like a moment where like she just breaks down and every single one. And she's like screaming, crying. <laughs> and I'm like, you better work. Honey, yes. She's won an Oscar, though. Yeah, she has. Yeah, she won one for the help. And a lot of other things she's been in. She's really good. As she should. I know she got a lot of heat for her Michelle Obama interpretation. Because that wasn't good. Let's. I've never seen it though. I've only seen clips on Twitter. And, I like, have That's either, always so but suggestive. But it got it got canceled after one season too. So Dude, it was. I thought it was a movie. It was a show, and it got canceled. Yeah. Well, I just saw it, and I was just like low-key though like i was like i love viola davis but like if i was michelle obama i would be a little offended by her her portrayal of her in that movie (laughs) or not movie tv show just because like she was doing that one face that like michelle obama would make and like but she wasn't like that wasn't always her facial expression so yeah like why did you make that why was that always her expression throughout the entire tv series <laughs> oh you know what we have you ever seen how to get away with murder no i haven't but i've heard good things i remember my science teacher i remember one time i talked to her about that because we were talking about uh shonda rhimes shows 
because we were talking about Grey's oh Anatomy, yeah and she told me she was obsessed with uh how to get get away with murder well i watched scandal i watched one season of scandal is scandal good i when it was i did think it was good but back then i didn't have like um uh, well it wasn't on like netflix or anything either it was just on abc at the time and i couldn't like access all the seasons so i had to start at like a random point but i was like oh this show's good but i would like to like start it because i've heard good things about that show too i love carrie washington what else has she been in i my favorite thing that she i think my favorite role that she has done because i watched uh have you ever seen the movie save i think it's called save the last dance no it's about this uh white i forget her name i'm just gonna call her white girl but she's a white girl and her mom dies in a car accident and she like lives in this really nice neighborhood and she's a dancer like she's a ballet dancer and her dad when her mom dies she has to go move in with her dad and her dad lives on like the south side of chicago and she ends up switching to the school where she's like uh and you know how like the reputation for like schools and she was just really shocked because she came from a private school and she went to a public school on the south side of chicago and um she ends up meeting this boy who carrie washington her brother she plays the boy's sister okay her his older sister and the movie i haven't seen it in such a long time but i remember when it when i first watched it because it came on mtv and my mom watched it years ago and i watched it with her one time and i was like this movie's really good um but i think you would like that movie too it's really really good i've never seen i want to watch it now yeah uh back to holocaust movies you know what i thought of which is a really good really good like world war ii holocaust ish Mm -hmm. is the boy in the striped pajamas that is a good movie that it is. made me cry oh yeah i remember the first time Sob. I watched it. it made me cry anyways how was your week <laughs> it was <laughs> going from it made me cry anyways how was your week <laughs> you, you asked me how mine was how was yours it was good literally all i do my weeks which i'm really happy actually because my weeks just kind of like consist of like hanging out with you hanging out with michaela and sierra and then going to work and just kind of like chilling um, I need to get back into reading. I'm in a big reading slump right now. I do too. Like I need, I really need to finish conversations with friends because I really want to watch the TV show. And I'm, I'm halfway through it though, so I don't have that much left to go. And I still remember like where I left off and stuff, but I just need to pick it up again. I know. I'd like uh, that was my first Sally Rooney book, and um, I'm reading Where the Crawdad Sings by Delia Owens right now. It gets a lot. Like it, it definitely is a slow burn, and I think the main reason why I read it so quickly too, because I was like, oh, I gotta get. It get done with this before the movie comes out but once like and we still haven't seen the movie (laughs) it's so good i mean we're gonna rent it when it's like 4.99 on redbox yeah or voodoo or amazon but like that was that book's really good once you get to like a aren't you halfway through it no No. i'm at 150 pages in. i'm like a third once you get like halfway through it'll really start to pick up like it's a good book and it's really good now like i I like a good book that can like world build because like one of the reasons why I kept reading too is because every chapter, like, I was just like, I have so many questions. Like, what happened to her? Like, what happened to her? Like, what happened to everyone that left her? Like, yep. all that stuff where I'm like, what? You're going to find out what's. Am I going to be gagged? Because you're going to find out. At, you're going to. Well, I'm not going to spoil it, but you're going to find out a lot. Okay. It's a good book. Just got to the end. Uh, did you know that when the movie came out and the book, like, I guess like when the movie came out, cause no one reads, but uh, Twitter got a hold of the, uh, like the movie and they like looked at the book. And do you know that the author fled from My the UK? Yeah. Did she? The author Delia Owens fled from the UK because her son was up for trial for murder. Mm-hmm. 
and or manslaughter i don't know really the difference but i believe it was manslaughter and then she fled the country with him and came back here and then uh released this book so i don't know <laughs> but yeah. i bought the book already so i mean i can't i mean i don't yeah, know what to do i bought the book and read it before i knew about that too so but it's a good book if you do read it i did see the they have the movie cover now at target i saw it at target do they yeah okay i'll have to pick it up no not that one but i'll have to pick the book back up but yeah. um yeah i've just been in a reading slump i remember the last book i read before this one was conversations with friends and i told you to read it and it was really i liked it a lot yeah i'm halfway through so it's a little i'm gonna pick it up yeah i'm just in a big reading it's a little slow though oh the first half is not but the second half it gets a little slow of conversations with friends yeah really yeah because like the first half you're just kind of like oh god okay i thought it kind of moved a little fast like really (laughs) (laughs) i just think because it was just there really wasn't a lot of like transition scenes like if okay if we were to write a book right now about us making this podcast and then we were going in the kitchen and have a fight there would be like about two or three like you know little transition scenes they stopped the podcast we can have a good talking. fake fight absolutely. and make it seem so real absolutely but <laughs> so random <laughs> okay but um yeah i yeah so I felt like it was just like, it would just like go from like one to the other, one to the other, one to the other. And I was like, let's slow down. But, um, I think that's what I mean. Again, I haven't read it in a little bit. I read it this year, but it was a couple months ago, but yeah, I liked it. I can't wait to watch the show together. Me too. Joe Alwyn's in it. I know. I'm excited. If you don't know who Joe Alwyn is. He he, is um, an actor, but he is also Taylor Swift's boyfriend for six years, six years in September, September 28th that's awesome i know do we have to see boy raised yeah i haven't seen it it's really good i think you're gonna eat it up it's a little sad i know that's why Um, i was like the other night i thought about watching it but i was like i don't know if i want to watch that kind of movie right now yeah but then we watched a holocaust movie so (laughs) we definitely did (laughs) um so weeks just kind of been like i really want to get back into reading again because i do really love it i do too i felt really i mean i in high school especially like i don't know like reading kind of just like i read a lot more when i was like really young like in elementary school like i was especially in like the fourth and fifth grade like i was obsessed with reading and then in like middle school and high school to me it just seemed like a chore because every time i had to read a book it was always for my English class and I hated having to like write a report on it especially if it was a book that I didn't like and so I would just end up sparks noting it and that's what I did (laughs) throughout middle and high school and people were just like after that they were just like you just gotta find the right book and I mean I did eventually find a book that I really liked and then I was just like then I felt so accomplished because I was like not many adults even read books that often so I was just like I was just like I want to keep doing that I want to read at least like a couple books every year I don't want to like not read a single book ever like in a whole year yeah. i think it's good i think it's good just to do that because it keeps you like you learn a lot from even if it's like a fictional book like you can learn a lot of like new and different words like expand your vocabulary from reading i was just about to say yeah it expands your vocabulary i also find that like i articulate more things and i speak better after yeah. i've like definitely after i've like read a book it helps me focus better yeah which i need 
ADHD over there. Yeah. But I mean, also, it's also really good to like put your phone down and just like submerge yourself yeah. into a story. Because sometimes I'm like, I don't really want to watch a show. I'm like, ugh. And then sometimes I'm like, I don't really want to listen to music right now. Right. And so, or I don't want to watch a movie. So I'm like, wow, I want to read a book. So then I read it. Oh, how do we not talk about this? I what? really, really, really. The, if I see it in stores, I'm snagging it as Jean- Jeanette McCurdy's book. <gasps> Yes, yeah. Yeah. I need to watch. I will not watch. Read it. I need to read it. I want to. If we can find it, I've been to Books a Million three times, and I've asked them, and they all have said we have no idea when we're getting it. I don't even think we'll get it for a while. You can order it on Target's website. On Target.com. Mm-hmm. I'll definitely. It's like twenty seven ninety nine, but it's the hardcover. Yeah, I think she's only doing hardcovers right now. Girl, get your money up. I know it's broken a lot of like. I really want to read it, but at the same time, like thirty dollars for a book right now. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Books got expensive. I'm just kidding. That's I an mean, old that's, people thing. That's usually how. That's usually how much hardcovers go for, though, when they first come out. I'll probably just wait for the paperback to come out, though. Yeah. And then I'll read it. I'm really excited for that. Because every time I read something about it online, there's something new, and I'm like, it's like I feel like I, I've I've heard about all the important things, but there's other stuff in there that hasn't been posted on the internet. I try to skip it. Every time I see it, I'm like, I have to skip I'm it or else I'm not going to want to read it. I'm skipping it now because, like, the only thing that I've read or I've read online so far is, like, the stuff about, like, Yeah. I read about that, but, like, I haven't. Oh, and Yeah. That was weird. Is really weird. Also, it's really gross. It's really sick. Like, I remember in our, like, I, because I watched one of her, I think it was Good Morning America, or one of those interviews. I watched the same one, yeah. One of the interviews that she was doing for her book, like, on her little press run, but, um, she was talking about how, like, she hasn't really made sense of it, because it's just, like, she said she's tried to, like, think of it in a way where it wasn't weird, but at the same time, she's just like, that, no, that's actually weird as f-. Like, I don't know. I mean, I think it's really interesting, like, the fact that, because I, I thought growing up by the time, like, when we were kids, like, I don't know, like, I, I guess it was just me being oblivious back then, like, that stuff, like, that didn't still happen in Hollywood, but I thought by the time, like, we were kids, like, or when on those child shows, like, stuff like that wasn't really happening anymore, like that, like, how, like, child stars, like, back in the day, especially, like, in the 80s, 90s, and further back, like, there were there's there's a countless horror stories about oh yeah child stars being abused i mean look at like Lindsay lohan amanda Bynes. yeah look at like i mean you know like demi demi yeah, yeah. shirley temple judy garland like yeah it just goes it's so gross notice how they're all women too are there any male stars that i think so uh not that i've heard of definitely could be wrong though yeah well it didn't but he was a teenager by that time. That's still Remember a kid, the, though. That is true, yeah. That's still a kid. Remember that? Um, oh, my God. I cannot think of his name. He played... Oh, my gosh. He played Eddie in That's So Raven. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I remember people were like, where are they now? And every time they posted Eddie, they the guy who played Eddie, they'd be like... Isn't Whoa. he in jail? I think he got out. I don't know. He got out because he just said something about what's Chris the, Brown. What's the boy who played? I forgot what his. I know his last name is McCulkin or something. Um, who plays the Home Alone boy? I'm pretty sure he had like a oh. up past in Hollywood too, oh, like yeah. as a child star. Didn't he only do Home Alone though? He Kevin did a McCulkin. couple. He did a cu- he did a couple other things too. I've seen him in other stuff. Really? I just don't know the name of it, but I I definitely have seen him in other things. Like I said, he did a lot as a like a child actor when he was a kid. Hmm. 
Like that was his, and you know he's married to London Tipton. The I forget her name, but like her actual Brenda name. Song. Yeah, she he's married to her, and they have a kid. Well, I think they have a kid, but they're married. That's awesome. That's so random. <laughs> that is really random. But I mean, that's also cool. I'm you glad know, they're doing good. You know who I think? You know who I wish, like Disney, kept their time and put their attention on. Who? Ashley Tisdale. She was doing so much so at one well. point. Because remember, she was on. She was doing. She was doing High School Musical, and then she did like her own spinoff, like that Sharpay movie. And she was doing Phineas and Ferb, and she was making music. Like she was doing, and her music was good. She was doing f- everything when she was when she was like a, a young adult slash teenager on Disney Channel. And I don't care what he said. She said, "Baby, I could see you moving like that." And she w- she did like so many like iconic things too. So many iconic shows like Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. Sweet Life on Deck. Sweet Life on Deck. I don't think she was a co- like consistent character on that though. Sweet Life on Deck? Yeah, she was. She was? Yeah, she was on there. Oh yeah. She wasn't on there as consistently, but she d- I think she was on there for a a lot of episodes though. Okay. Uh, but I know Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. She was every episode. She was. I think she wasn't on as many on Sweet Life on Deck because she was more pre. Because she was doing Candace on Phineas and Ferb a lot. Do you know what just popped in my head? What? Do you know who a looks like? Do you know who she looks like? Who? Do you remember from Sweet Life of Zack and Cody that girl who would eat her hair and she was really nervous, and she would sit behind the candy bar sometimes? Yeah, that's who she looks like. Can you see it? <laughs> She's like eat her hair. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> honey london tipton is me as f- you are london tipton <laughs> honey we ain't got nothing prindle going we ain't got no- nothing going on up there sometimes girl yes i wonder what her sign is probably a pisces. what's london tipton sign i feel like she's a pisces yeah she gives pisces because she's so sweet too remember she, she, she was really sweet and she also was really emotional too she was a little bit of an airhead but she was really sweet and she seemed like like a remember they made her seem like she was like such a too because like just how she talked but like that's just how she was and that's me i remember that volleyball <laughs> episode when they're like um did i say it too slow and then they walked away and she's like and then she was really good at volleyball so she hits the ball and then the other girl's like what and she and then uh london looks at her and goes did i hit it too hard <laughs> I really loved her relationship with Mr. Mosby, like that, like father relationship she had with that him. That was really sweet because her dad was Loki not there. Yeah, and when he like taught her how to drive, that was the. I remember there's like a scene in there, like where they had like a really. I would have to watch it again to remember exactly what it was, but I remember they had like a heart to heart moment, and that was like a really good moment in that show. Wait, you're so London Tipton. I know, I am, and I am so, Maddie that you are because they're like besties they are besties they are and one's poor (laughs) (laughs) that is us that is our dynamic basically you ready to wrap soon it's oh my god we're at an hour and 20 Mm -hmm. okay yeah let's go ahead and wrap this up i did not realize we're at song of the week yeah what's your song of the week hold on let me what do you know yours yeah you can go with yours, but I need to pull up mine. So my song of the week is Anywhere With You by Maggie Rogers. I played it early in the car on our way to get dinner. It's really, really good. It's kind of like this. It's a sad song, but it's not. It like picks up. It's like really, really good. Uh, I love Maggie Rogers. This Surrender album is like really hitting every single note for me. Like definitely one of my top three releases of the year so far. So I definitely, if you haven't listened to it, please go listen to it Anywhere With You 
by Maggie Rogers. Okay, so my song of the week is... This one was hard for me because there was a lot of songs that I've kind of been obsessed with this week, but we kind of talked about it earlier. I'm just going to go with it because like this whole week I literally have had this song on repeat, but Norman Rockwell by Lana Del Rey. Like I've I've been listening to this song like, well, mainly because of you, because I've I've I first heard this song, I think, in 2019 when you played it for me. Mm -hmm. And I've always thought it was a good song, but like, I don't know, like recently here I think with it also going viral on TikTok, I have heard it a little bit more too. So I'm just like, wait, like, yeah. So I like have been replaying the song a lot lately and everything from like her, her vocals in it to the lyrics, to the production. I don't know what the she was doing in that studio when they made this song, but it is literally so perfect. Yeah. It's so, it's so good. It's a good song. It's a good song. And also that's the album opener. What the she ate that she ate that right the fuck up yeah such a good song i'm glad i'm uh infecting your mind with lana it took i i one thing that i learned about nikki whenever trying to show him a song you have to show him the song that you know 100 percent in your heart he's gonna like for charlie i knew i was gonna play emotional for you and you were gonna eat that song up and then you would want to hear more you were willing to hear more with lana i have to play some certain songs and then you would be willing to do you want to tell a story behind when he played emotional for me that's when i was really going through it in my breakup and i was driving in my car we were in some rural part of montgomery county and you played me that song and at first because i was just like i used to make fun of like charlie xcx and stuff in her music and i used to be like i'm never gonna get into her like that like she's okay but I'm never going to get into it. And I remember he played that song for me and I started like sobbing <laughs> because that song was just hitting for me back then. And like with Lana and stuff for me, like I had listened to some of her music before we became friends. And like, there was a couple of songs from her that I already had in my phone, but I never like deep dived into any of her albums because I was like, I was like, yeah, the songs that I listened to were good, but I was just like, I, f- I just was ba- going based off of like what other people were kind of saying about her. And I was just like, I feel like her other like her other songs are probably just going to sound the same. And like that's not that's not the case at all. <laughs> like, like it's <laughs> it's just so each one of her songs and each one of her albums, I can get where people are coming from, but it's just cuz it's slower music. And just yeah. because it's slower doesn't mean it's not different. I could play something off Kim Trail's Honeymoon and Born to Die and you could tell the difference. They're all different. Yeah, they don't they don't sound the same at all. And I would even take that back that they're not all slow. That's just what they're, she's like known for. They're not also some of her songs. She actually has like a couple songs that are like catchy and like more pop. Like they're not your typical pop songs, but she has a couple songs that are like more on definitely more like more on the poppy side. Oh yeah. Her doing time cover. Yeah. Summer bummer. Yeah, that's a good song. It's weird as it's good it's weird but i've never heard a song like it yeah like an angelic slow voice with like this heavy hip-hop beat and an playboy party and asap rocky like what but it works i love that song has hasn't charlie xx and playboy cardi done a collab no she didn't need to they should (laughs) i don't think she would though because he's homophobic but is he yeah girl damn i thought i also a lot of these rappers give me gay vibes but they be homophobic i thought <laughs> i i remember like for a couple months do you remember when everyone thought playboy cardi was bisexual yeah and then i think that like died down i don't think he is i'm pretty Girl, sure he probably is on the lilo a lot of these rappers be gay. i think he i think he worships the dolls i think he likes the dolls oh yeah a lot of these like rappers and stuff they like to trans women too 
that's what dolls are. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. That's what, well, that came from just drag, like, drag and, like, And it doesn't make you gay if you're trans women, by the way, but still, like, you're someone in the community. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. But you're publicly homophobic. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. He worships the dolls. That's what Gia Gunn says. Oh, yeah. She's a famous drag queen, and she's she's also a trans woman, but uh, she's, like, she was talking to one of my two... Like two famous drag queens, and she was like, uh, they were talking about somebody, and then she goes, Does he worship the doll? It's so crazy because sometimes, like, I wish that I was like a famous twink because the tea that I would have on like these like DL celebrity men. Oh, especially these rappers who are oh, openly yeah. homophobic. Oh, yeah. What are some openly homophobic rappers? But they worship the dolls. Well, I mean, Drake isn't homophobic, but. There's a lot of rumors that he is like bi on the oh, yeah. on the low. On the I do- low. I definitely think he is. I definitely I think, think he is too. I I don't think he worship. I don't he, he mm, well, I think he probably has done some this is all speculation by the way, allegedly that he's done stuff with uh with with the dolls, but also just like straight up just like other DL gay men or gay men in general. Uh, Laverne Cox and oh, what is that actress? She's in Pose. That video where he's like, "Do you think there are DL men in hip hop?" And Laverne Cox goes, "Girl," <laughs> and she's with she's with that girl from Pose. Oh my God! Remember in Pose, the girl who got her butt done? Like she went to that. Yeah, yeah, like, and it was like, it's yeah, that actress. What is her name? I forgot her name, but she's she's good. She's cool as with Laverne Cox. She's really pretty too. She's gorgeous. That video of them is so funny. And he says, "Do you think uh?" their deal moment hip-hop and she goes girl <laughs> and uh they're, know, ev- he- they're everywhere i mean even with like local rappers and stuff i got a local rapper in my phone <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna say his name though i don't want to get killed but now i'm kidding no, for, real. <laughs> for real oh no tyga worships the dolls yes he does yes 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 oh yes, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah oh yeah i mean that's that's basically public information by now by the, the amount of trans women he's been with and the amount of trans women who have stories about him as well. Did you see that he went on a date with Selena Gomez? We're done. Wrapping <laughs> it up. All right. Bye. Selena Gomez? Yeah, they went on a date.